Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my co-host, sister, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie, how's it going? Hello. I'm pretty good. <laughs> well, that's We've been good. on quite the adventure. We have. We have. We went on a bit of an adventure that got um, extended due to a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we spent the weekend in Boise having our annual cookie day where we, uh, you know, cooked our hearts out and made all kinds of stuff and played and had fun and shopped and went to, you know, just really enjoy everybody's company. Mm -hmm. And on our way home on Sunday night, we got caught in a horrific snowstorm that ended up with us having to just hole up in a hotel for the night halfway home because we could not go any further. No, no. And it took us twice as long to get to that town as it should have. Mm -hmm. It took us four hours to go 150 miles. Yeah, it was yep. bad. Yep, it was ugly. And we there were so many horrible wrecks around us and slide offs. And oh, yeah. We knew it was time to get our butts off the road and just wait until morning, which we did. We so did. it's put us behind this week. So if you're wondering where our stuff is, it's coming. We promise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. But we, uh, you know, we're unprepared for being gone a whole extra day. Yeah. So we're catching up. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you? Oh, I'm good. It's nice to be home and, you know, just got lots of good stuff happening. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the holidays. I got a cool job interview, you know, good stuff like that. Yeah. Your so dog has missed you, I'm sure. All my dogs and my cats and my wife and my son, everyone was very glad for me to be home. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. very good. Yeah, awesome. very good. So today, you know, every once a week we do a show on a case that is isn't necessarily like it's we're not doing a um cold read so much we do like a different kind of interesting case maybe more a little paranormal case and that's what we're going to do today is uh we're going to talk about skinwalker ranch in utah you yes. may or may not know what skinwalker ranch is but we're going to tell you all about it and we're going to tell you kind of what we think skinwalker ranch is so skinwalker ranch or also known as the sherman ranch Although it mm -hmm. has now been like legally registered and um, trademarked and stuff as the Skinwalker Ranch is yeah. um, a 512 acre property southeast of Ballard, Utah. Yeah. And it is believed to be um, a site of all kinds of paranormal and UFO related activities. Mm -hmm. uh, its name is taken from the Skinwalker uh, of the Navajo, which is a legend about a vengeful shaman. And some people actually believe that this property has been cursed uh, with an evil spirit that appears in the form of a wolf. So that's why it's called Skinwalker Ranch. So this property has been a source of paranormal and UFO reports and activity for a really long time, like actually oh, in yeah. the 1800s. Mm -hmm. for, um, for so long. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't a new thing. It's been around for a long time. But some of the things that have been going on around there lately are kind of interesting because there's been some really significant investigations going on, like scientific right. investigations, trying to figure out how do you prove or disprove something. So the National Institute for Discovery Science, or NIDS, um, has been hanging out. I know. Of course NIDS. it is. 
Nid. Yeah. Or or Nid Sai, if you want to go that way. Wow. Okay. They have been studying for the last several years um, the anecdotal UFO sightings, Bigfoot sightings, crop circles, glowing orbs, and mm-hmm. poltergeist activity that has been reported by the former owners of the ranch. And so things have been being reported there for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So the ranch is in West Uintah County, which is bordering the Ute Indian Reservation in mm-hmm. Utah. It's kind of Southern Utah. Yeah. Um, has been called the UFO Ranch and has kind of a, about a 50 year history of, you know, all kinds of weird things going on there. It's way yeah. longer than that, but that's kind of the documented history of it. Yeah. Uh, there was a book written about it. Um, and that's when the, the, the book by um, Kelleher and Knapp, and they were kind of documenting what NIDS did and why they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, while, they, while they were there um, investigating, they saw or investigated around 100 incidents. And these incidents wow. include a lot of random things. And this is one thing that I think is really interesting about the Skinwalker Ranch is it's not like it's just one kind of phenomenon going on there. It's a bunch of different phenomenons going on there. Mm-hmm. So this is a really, this is the site, kind of one of the most famous sites of mutilated cattle. You've probably yeah. heard of the mutilated cattle sites. This is the mm-hmm. main one. This is where all kinds of weird um, sort of like, with surgical precision kinds of mutilation of cattle there's been right like they've really gone in and 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 done a lot of investigation on there's just not an animal that lives in this area that can do what has been done to these cattle right um there's also been all kinds of sightings of unidentified flying objects or orbs Mm -hmm. right in the sky and there's been a lot of research like comparing flight logs and um they even have sensors on the ranch now that can tell when there's a flyover all kinds of stuff that they cannot make it doesn't match up with anything the military is doing or right planes or airports nearby that just isn't it doesn't connect mm-hmm. um there have been reports of a very large wolf-like um animal on the property mm-hmm. that has red eyes um that has been fired at with a gun and hit with bullets. And it doesn't seem to have had any impact at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and this animal can keep up with a car, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been reports of people, you know, running from it essentially in their car and having it keep pace with them. Yep. Yeah. And all kinds of weird um, and destructive magnetic fields. There are lots of problems that go on with electronics on Skinwalker Ranch. So batteries drain, connections are get lost between cameras and drones and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. a really common thing that's happened to these researchers. Mm-hmm. Um, one person that has gone on record with this is uh, retired U.S. Army Colonel John B. Alexander. And he talked about the NIDSI effort uh, was a, an opportunity to try to get some hard data right, um, on this. But they really haven't been able to. I mean, they can't prove anything. They've seen all kinds of stuff, but they cannot prove mm-hmm. any of it. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So let me tell you a little bit about the history of the ranch because it's it's changed hands quite a few times. It belonged from 1934 to 1999. It belonged to Kenneth and Edith Myers. And then from 94 to 96, Terry and Gwen Sherman. They didn't own it for very long because it was very scary to them and they were afraid to be there and they sold it. 
Uh, then Robert Bigelow, who is a billionaire, um, he owns an aeronautics company. He bought mm-hmm. it in 1996 and he owned it for 10 years. And yeah. during that time, he really, he, he bought it, get this, from the Shermans for $200,000. Yeah. It's 512 acres. That's yeah. unbelievably cheap. That's nothing. Yeah. Um, so he was the one who really got all let NIDS in and, you know, really got a lot of this investigation going because he wanted to figure out what the heck was going on here. Right. And Terry Sherman told him all kinds of stories of cattle mutilations and strange lights Mm -hmm. and all kinds of weird stuff. Impressions in the grass. There's been tons of them. They call them crop circles, but it's like something has landed and taken off. Mm -hmm. Uh, all kinds of weird things like that. So then in in 2016, Robert Bigelow sold the ranch. Mm-hmm. But there was this deal between him, and it was a secret for a while who sold the ranch. We know who it is now. But at the time, there was a deal as a part of the sale of the ranch that the person buying it had to allow NIDS to continue to investigate and like to continue the work that had been started on yeah. this property. So the ranch was bought by Adamantium Holdings that's actually owned by Brandon Fugel. So Brandon Fugel um, is a real estate tycoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's since, you know, it's pretty recently, just in, in this year, 2020, has it come out that he's the actual owner Mm-hmm. I was watching the History Channel has been doing um, a multi-episode um, TV show on Skinner uh-huh. Walker Ranch. And for quite a while, they were interviewing Brandon Fugel, but they weren't showing his face and they were not allowed to say his name. Mm-hmm. Which I always thought was kind of weird. Like, I mean, if you're mm-hmm. going to own Skinner Walker Ranch, you might as well own up to it. Because you're right. You're well, because of that places. secrecy, there were a lot of people who believed that Elon Musk owned yes. Skinner Walker Ranch. Yes. And that was yeah. a big rumor and kind of a conspiracy theory for a little while or for, for a few years that really it was Elon Musk that had purchased it. But yeah, yeah. No, but it not. wasn't. And Brandon Fugel, I believe, is Native American himself and has a real interest in the Native aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. So there have been, you've probably seen. TV shows, documentaries, possibly read books about Skinwalker Ranch. It's been covered a lot of times. And it's such a strange place because of the kind of par- the, the variety of paranormal activity that happens there. Mm-hmm. It's way, way more than, you know, there are lots of places that have a certain kind of paranormal activity happening, right? Mm-hmm. But none of them have this amount, this variety. Yeah. You know? And that's one reason why I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about it a little bit and talk about some of the experiences that have happened there, because it it does, it is rather puzzling why so many things are happening in the same place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a belief that there was a native American tribe that cursed the the land. Of course, that's a, that's mythology. We have no idea about that. Shaman cursed it. And that's why it's called Skinwalker Ranch. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, there are accounts of strange things happening on this property back into the 1800s. Mm-hmm. We know that. Well, and we also know that the tribes have known of this land 
and stuff going on on it for much longer than that. Yeah, yeah. This is very well land that has been, yeah, it's pretty uh, well known by all of the tribes in that that area for all of the weird stuff going on there. Right, right, yeah. And, you know, um, a lot of people that talk about visiting there, you know, you can go there and spend days and days and days and not have any experiences at all. It's not like it happens every single day. Mm -hmm. But there are times when... There's way more activity going on there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, the new owner is, they're continuing to investigate the phenomenon there. Yeah. Now, one thing I thought was interesting is people from KSL TV recently went there um, mm-hmm. to do a story kind of on him and the ranch and what's going on there. Now, this is pretty close to home for us because we're in East right. Southeast Idaho, we um, are only three hours from Salt Lake City. So stuff yeah. that happens in Utah is pretty close to us. Like we're, mm-hmm. you know, most of us keep an eye on KSL news and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the KSL people went to visit and they were going to spend nine hours there to see if anything happened and interview a bunch of the researchers and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'd been told it's very possible nothing will happen while you're here because it doesn't happen like that all the time, but they had a bunch of weird experiences. So, um, first of all, it started, they started having malfunctions with their electronics. Sure. So they had a GoPro camera that was, um, operating on an interview that they were doing with one of the researchers Mm -hmm. and just lost its connection to the smartphone that it was connected to just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And they were literally in the same place. Like it wasn't, they weren't far apart or anything. Right. And that seemed weird. And the researchers said that kind of stuff happens to them all the time. And that they have um, measured lots, some weird magnetic activity that happens yeah. on the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. that happens. So they're like, okay, well, you know, these things kind of can happen. Maybe it's nothing major. Right. Um, but then they had a drone do the same thing where they Mm -hmm. lost calibration with it. And the drone um, acted like it had been too close to a magnet. Mm -hmm. They did check and make sure there weren't any magnets around at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. So they did have, they have RF sensors all over the property and they were going Mm -hmm. off like crazy. Um like all at once in different places, they were all going off at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, nobody knows why it right. was, you know, weird that this is happening at the time they're trying to fly this drone. Right. And then he was looking, they were looking at one of their recordings on camera and they, they picked up this um, craft that flew straight up into the sky and just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So they have this technology that detects aircraft signatures so they know when their plane's flying by. Mm -hmm. And it didn't pick this up. Yeah. Which I I think is pretty common Mm -hmm. around there that they find that, you know, just regular like commercial flights and stuff don't set off their, or, you know. Yeah. Do set off their sensors, but this other stuff doesn't. But things like this does not. Yeah. 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 Let's see couple of other things that happened with them they had some more connectivity issues it was just strange that all of a sudden all their stuff that was like bluetooth together wasn't anymore mm-hmm. and couldn't connect um 
Oh, and then at one point, uh, they were in this place called Homestead Number no. 2. And Homestead Number no. 2 is an area on the ranch that is well known to be one of the highest activity areas that all kinds of weird stuff happens sure. there. And they couldn't fly one of their drones because it wouldn't connect and they were having all these problems. And uh, one of the tech people sat the drone on the ground and, and <laughs> said, I know this sounds crazy, but will you please allow us to fly the drone? He just kind of yelled it out into the air. Uh-huh. And then the drone connected and it flew off. <laughs> weird, you know, I mean, uh-huh. what does it mean? We don't know. Um, and, and they had another weird experience where they saw a pheasant be chased by a bird, and that pheasant flew into a gate and broke its neck and died right in front of them. Oh wow! And they had it captured on a surveillance camera, and they weren't sure what chased it. That was something shocking and not something you would just see any see time day. of any yeah. day. Yeah. So they wow. left They left a, an MP3 recorder and a flashlight on the floor in the homestead with a GoPro inside homestead number two and just left it there mm-hmm. overnight to see if something would come up. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did actually capture video of a flame that would shoot out of the ground during a wind gust and it would show up on the camera and then it would go away and then the wind would gust and it would show up again. Wow. Um, they couldn't, they could not explain that. Like they went back and, you know, couldn't find anything chemically in the soil that would explain that. Um, they, they couldn't explain why that would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, all of these experiences, lots of people go to Skinwalker Ranch as skeptics. They're like, oh, sure. come on, you know, this yeah. is, there's a scientific explanation. Y'all are just making yeah. this up or you're just hysterical, whatever. Right. And they all come away going, no, there's something going on there. I've mm-hmm. seen it myself. I can't explain it, but there's something going on there. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. what uh, the new owner says is, you know, that's they're trying to come up with better answers, but that there is no doubt that there are things happening there because everyone who goes there that sees something or has an experience walks away going, what the hell was that? You know, like yeah. it's, and, and I, a lot of the researchers that talk on the history channel uh, show that's being done on it right now, they talk about that, that they came in thinking they're going to debunk it. Uh-huh. And then they come away believing in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, believing in they don't know what, believing that something's happening there, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about it and and from a metaphysical standpoint, mm-hmm. read it and talk about it. Katie and I have had quite a bit of experience with this kind of activity happening on property mm-hmm. and identifying what it means and what it is. Probably, you know, not as big as Skinwalker Ranch. I would love to go there someday. It would be really interesting. To physically that sounds like a field trip we should take with mm-hmm. uh, true crime paranormal doesn't it y- yes it does yes it does it'd be really interesting to go there and just yeah. you know get a feel for it but mm-hmm. um you know i have i have a feeling of what i think is going on there but i'd, I'd like to hear what you have to say katie what do you think okay. going on there i believe that skimwalker ranch is a point where a lot of different dimensions or portals are intersecting so what, what i mean by that is that you know, we're so uh, egocentric here on earth. We think that we're just the only ones, you know, and there is a lot of belief. And I believe that there are many layers to this uh, experience or to this place we are at. Mm 
mm-hmm. and that we're just experiencing one of them. And that occasionally those layers intersect in some way, those, mm-hmm. those dimensions intersect. And when they do, for example, you may see a Bigfoot mm-hmm. or you may end up with an elemental in your house, like a fairy or something like that. And when I say fairy, I'm not talking about like, you know, Disney fairies. I'm mm-hmm. talking about actual fae that, you know, mm-hmm. are well-documented in certain parts of the area or, or of the world, you know, mm-hmm. but I think this Kim Walker Ranch, that that land, or perhaps not even that land, but that portion of the universe mm-hmm. is an intersection of many different portals and dimensions. It's like Swiss cheese mm-hmm. over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like that, the wolf, I don't think there's one wolf. Mm-hmm. I think there's many wolves mm-hmm. that are coming and going from some different dimension and people happen to see them sometimes. Yeah. Um, I like with the pheasant, I would imagine the pheasant was being chased by something otherworldly that mm-hmm. uh, it was that terrifying, yeah. you know, that the pheasant, you know, ran into the gate. Um, the flames, that's an elemental to me. There is yeah, an elemental sure. that creates fire. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, so, but that, that's where it's at for me. I just, I feel like that's really mm-hmm. what the, uh, the situation is, yeah. you know? And it's, it's a disrupting everything because there's all these weird sightings and experiences. And one thing we know is that uh, UFOs or aircraft or however you want to classify that, they do come and go from different portals. Mm-hmm. Uh, right here where we live, the Grand Tetons are, mm-hmm. the, the Tetons are a portal and people see UFOs over, you know, uh, above the Tetons all the time. Yeah. And, you know, for that reason, because it, mm-hmm. there's a portal there. Anyway, that's my belief. That's what I think is really happening. Um, I suspect it's not nearly as nefarious as people would like for it to be yeah, or, or no. think it is. There's really no one's being harmed there. You know, there's no. just business as usual is just passing, you know, through each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, absolutely. And and I agree. This is definitely a an intersection of portals so katie and i've done a lot of work with portals over the years in clearing space portals are natural openings in our vibrational dimension that allow other entities to come and go mm-hmm. and there are naturally occurring portals and then there are the kind that we open as humans doing dumb stuff like ouija boards and messing around with energy that we don't understand mm-hmm. but the reality is is that um, things can come and go through a portal. It's it's kind of like a portal mm-hmm. is kind of like having an open front door. Anything yeah. can travel in and out. It might be good. It might be bad. It might not be either, but it mm-hmm. probably comes off as scary and threatening. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that about Skinwalker Ranch, but nothing is actually scary or threatening. There are just things yeah. traveling through from one vibrational dimension to another mm-hmm. in that place. And it's why you can't get any proof of that of it mm-hmm. because it is literally just a pass-through mm-hmm. area so nothing is staying there any significant amount of time and, oh, and things the things that are moving through, through vibrate at a different frequency they might not be things that can be photographed or that can be accurately caught in our you know our dimension or our uh you know but the uh, yeah yeah but the the magnetic changes the electromagnetic yeah. changes that happen uh, I, I feel like are a good example of that, that yes, there's yeah. an impact on that place mm-hmm. in that moment in time as something passes through. Um, this has been a, a, a long time belief of a lot of metaphysical people that things like 
Bigfoot actually Mm -hmm. exist on a different plane and come and go through portals. And that's why, you know, there's some documentation of them, but we've never actually physically seen one in reality because they don't necessarily actually live on this plane. Right. They may vibrate at a different rate and live on a different plane, but occasionally mm-hmm. step into our purview. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that's exactly what Skinwalker Ranch is. And I I know this is you're going to see this is unscientific. I don't care. Um, you know, we've done a lot of work with portals. Uh, yeah. Naturally occurring portals cannot be closed. Um, no, they, they are a they are a part of the topography. Um, Mm -hmm. sometimes we move them. We have moved portals Mm -hmm. out of houses on multiple occasions Mm -hmm. because, you know, it becomes grand central station of spirits and elementals and all kinds of things coming and going inside somebody's house. Uh, we have one particular portal that we have moved out of a house three or four times now, and it slowly moves its way back into their house. And then we move it back out again. I have another one here in town that I've moved several Mm -hmm. times out of a house as well. Um, but they really are just doorways. They're doorways right. to other vibrational dimensions. Mm-hmm. We vibrate on one plane, other places, other things vibrate on other planes. And mm-hmm. right. in, read, for example, heaven or the other side, or, you know, however you want to classify that. The, right. The place that the spirits go, you know, it's really not really, right where we are. it's just a different dimension of where yeah. we are. It, it, it vibrates at a different rate. We can't perceive it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're 3d, which means we're kind of low on the totem pole of vibration. And so there's lots of stuff that we cannot physically perceive that is mm-hmm. still around us. I mean, this gets way into, um, you know, physics and, you know, there's, there's all kind. you can go a long ways with this, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like this is just a place that a lot of that energy converges. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me in some ways of Sedona mm-hmm. and all of the, um, the vortex is there. The vortex yeah. Sedona is another example of um, a lot of energetic phenomena, you know, kind of converging in one place, different mm-hmm. kinds of phenomena, although there are a lot of UFO sightings in Sedona as well. Um, but that's what Skinwalker Ranch feels like to me. And and a lot of it is just folklore and scary stories told about the stuff that really isn't the case. I don't feel like there's any Native American curse on the land or I don't think any of that's true. I just mm-hmm. feel like there are things going on there that we don't understand and that we don't mm-hmm. know how to measure, mm-hmm. um, but that we can in some ways perceive, but only partially. So we can't explain it either. Yeah. Yep. I, I fully agree with you. I feel like that's, that's all it is. I mean, I know that sounds kind of a little <laughs> anticlimactic, but, all it is. but, but yeah, I agree. I mean, and some people, yeah, some, oh my goodness, we've had some houses over the years that, yeah. You know, they have a portal open that's bringing all kinds of stuff through. And again, it's one of those things that if you haven't experienced it, you're probably going to be a doubter. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Being a skeptic is healthy. You should be a skeptic, you mm-hmm. know, but. But once you've experienced you, something like that, you never mm-hmm. go back. You know, you don't. Because once you've experienced it, you know. And we've had plenty mm-hmm. of that. We've had so many people over the years that call us and go, uh, you know. I really don't believe in any of this stuff, but all of this stuff's happening in my house. And you go, okay, that's yeah. all right. Or my husband doesn't believe in any of this, but you know, blah, 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 blah is happening. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, or you're going to think I'm crazy. No. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably probably not. A lot of times too. 
the, the thing is, we have been taught that our world is a certain way because mm-hmm. that's neat and clean and easy to understand. Right. It's just not necessarily true. And mm-hmm. for me, getting really comfortable with not knowing, you know, not having mm-hmm. to have all of the answers, not having to know everything, mm-hmm. uh, it's made it much easier to be able to look at things like this, I think, with a more objective uh, mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. And truly, some people will never really, you know, embrace the idea of of any of it. And that's cool. I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm really not. I know what I know. I know what I've seen. I know what has worked for us in the past in working with energies like this. You know, yeah. that's yeah. all I need to know. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. And, you know, I, I feel like for you and I, we've been lucky in that we've had so many experiences with things like this that mm-hmm. we're not afraid of it anymore. We know mm-hmm. that it's not out to get us. It's it, it really what it is, is it's not about us at all. Oh, it's totally. not about us at all. There's yeah. no intention behind it. You know, mm-hmm. we as human beings tend to be pretty ego- egocentric. And so if something's happening around us, it must be about us. This kind of stuff is usually not about us at all. Not at all. That no. it's just other things happening that we don't yet understand mm-hmm. that happen to be happening, you know, and, and interacting with our plane of existence for short periods of time, but yeah. not really about us in the least. And that, I really feel like that about Skinwalker Ranch, that there's not uh-huh. a lot of yeah. intentional interaction. It's much no. more just observation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Totally. Yep. Yeah. We are, we're, we're pretty sure the whole universe revolves around us. <laughs> and it so doesn't. It no. so doesn't. And and this is a great example of that, uh-huh. you know, and, and the it things is. that were happening on Skinwalker Ranch started happening long before, you know, mm-hmm. white Americans lived there, you know, and right. natives, natives have their own way of explaining these things and understanding them and just knowing what that was. And yeah. I think we're going through that whole process again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, many researchers that have gone there that are skeptical come away saying, if you haven't been there, you can't understand it, but there is something there. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yep. But, you know, and we've worked on all kinds of um, attachments and various things where the energy mm-hmm. is, in fact, intentionally attacking a human being and going after them in one way or another. Mm-hmm. This is not that. Nope. There's, it nope. doesn't interact really, you know? No. It's not, at least not intentionally. There's nothing going mm-hmm. after the humans that are living there. They oh, are no. just experiencing things because they're present. Yes. Yep. Really interesting stuff. I mean, I love stuff like this. I would love to go visit Skinwalker Ranch and see what I feel there and see We're what doing we that. experience. Yeah. yeah, I'd really like to do it. Um, that's something we, you know, we'll look into. Maybe we can do for next summer. Mm-hmm. Um, because going there physically, you know, is is so powerful. We've we've done that with a lot of things, and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I I hope that people know that it's not. I think one of the best things, Katie, that you and I can do is to help people to not be afraid of things like this. Oh, yeah. This is not something we need to fear. This is not something that's after us as humans. It it just isn't. There are other things going on unrelated to us that happen to interact with us occasionally. Mm -hmm. And and that's what's going on there, you know? Uh Absolutely. It's It's like Grand Central Station. Yeah. <clears throat> it totally is mm-hmm. and yeah i it, i love this cops the topic of it i do i love all the conversations around it mm-hmm. because it is one of those things that 
is able to constantly make us question our idea of what reality is, you know, and what our, uh, what we're doing here or, you know, it just, it, I love that it makes us keep asking harder questions and Mm -hmm. not get too comfortable, you know, but again, it's okay to not know. Mm -hmm. I I think it's less okay to be certain that you do. (laughs) Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, for me in learning about these kinds of things, the more I know, the more I know, I don't know. You know, I really, oh, definitely. There's, there's so yeah. much I do not know. I have tiny little grains of understanding of some things and mm-hmm. so much that I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yep. Very, very interesting. I believe that there are other areas in the world that have just as much activity as Skinwalker Ranch mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, just haven't really received this kind of attention, but mm-hmm. I believe that to be true. Yes, there are. Maybe we'll look for some more and talk to you a little bit about them and see if yeah. you know, their if their causes are slightly different. Sometimes, you know, there there can be different mm-hmm. kinds of things. But yeah, there's yeah. We, we there because we live in rural Idaho and we live up around a lot of mountains. There are a lot of portals around here. That's a very oh, yeah. well known phenomenon in our area. Mm-hmm. And there are things that come and go from the up and up in the hills that mm-hmm. many people have experienced and witnessed. And, and we believe it's the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. that there are, you know, openings in, in the vibrational dimensions where, you know, things can come and go. Yep. It's the same thing that allows someone to visit, you know, for you to have an experience of someone who's crossed over. That's right. how they get here. They have to come through a portal. They don't, mm-hmm. they vibrate much higher than we do. And mm-hmm. so they have to, come down to our level in some way in order for us to perceive them. It really is very much to do with our, you know, what our 3d bodies and brains can perceive. Yeah. Our bodies are very dense. Yep. And they keep our vibration at a, in a certain place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is lower Mm -hmm. than most things in the universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Vibrationally, when we're not in a body, we vibrate much higher and we know and can Mm -hmm. see and experience way more things, you know, we're, here kind of tunnel visioned on this physical um existence but that doesn't mean that that's all that there is i uh in my experiences over the years have most definitely shown me that that is not the case Mm -hmm. yeah yep well very cool i love Mm -hmm. it me too so that is skinwalker ranch do some research go watch some of the documentaries it's very interesting stuff it's really fun Mm -hmm. to watch People talk about the various aspects of what's happened and why things are the way they are. It's really cool. Um, But we wanted to just, you know, tell you about it, chime in on it a little bit, um, because this is an area that we kind of know quite a bit about. So I wanted to share that with you. And speaking of that, we are very excited to share with you that we now have a membership here on YouTube that you can Mm -hmm. join if you would like to. It is called Spirit School. And uh, you probably know that we do a psychic show every Thursday. Mm-hmm. We read for people and we've been doing some teaching and people have been very interested in that and wanting to know more. So we mm-hmm. created a subscription that you are a membership that you can join and we will be offering um, every month a group meditation and two metaphysical classes taught by us mm-hmm in that subscription. So you can access that content. We will be teaching uh, live stream. We'll be teaching with, you know, the ability to ask us questions and get feedback. 
Um, mm-hmm. We'll be teaching together. We'll be teaching separately. Well, Katie and I have been teaching metaphysical mm-hmm. classes for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So we have lots of topics we can teach on and share with you. And we yeah. felt like this is the easiest way to do it and to get it out to as many of you as possible. So mm-hmm. if you see the join link on our channel now, that's mm-hmm. what it's for. That's to join spirit school. And then every month and, and we'll be doing some continuation classes. I'm going to teach some energy healing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be doing some things where, you know, you might get, you know, levels of, of things. I don't know. We're going to do all kinds of stuff and teaching mm-hmm. divination. I don't know what all you do. Oh, yeah. You're going to teach Katie. Oh yeah. Lots of divination. Uh, yeah. Different forms of energy work, different uh, techniques of working with light and with elements and uh, you know, obviously a whole sh- series on the chakras one by one to, to give a really good uh, basis in understanding the energy system and, mm-hmm. and then basic psychic skills. Yeah. Reading mm-hmm. cards, uh, occulumency, uh, mm-hmm. using uh, pendulums, using, div- you know, dousing rods. I, mm-hmm. God, I could go on for, you know, a hundred hours, but yeah. And, and every month we'll just, you know, we'll base class off of what we feel like you guys are asking for, what you need, what spirit is prompting mm-hmm. us to, you know, bring, but so yeah, always comment to us that something specific yeah. that you want to learn. Uh, but yeah, we're going to bring all of our experience mm-hmm. and expertise to you through this membership. And we're really, really excited about it. So mm-hmm. just, uh, if that's something you're interested in, you know, you click the join button and sign up and yeah. you're going to see some things start turning up. We will start sharing in our, uh, community tab when things are going to air. Now, keep mm-hmm. in mind, you know, they, they air and then they're still there. So if you can't attend, sure. that's fine. You can at- attend pre-recorded and you mm-hmm. can comment to us in the community section if you have a question or something. So oh, yeah. we felt like this yeah. was the best way to teach as many of you as want to be taught um, mm-hmm. in, in the easiest format for everyone. So we're pretty thrilled about it. Yep. Yep. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Really excited. All right. Well, we will be back with another case uh, this week, and then we will be live on Wednesday night for case updates and Thursday night for the psychic show. Yep. And, you know, don't forget to like, subscribe and comment. However, you are uh, consuming this show. We know you might be on video. You might be on a podcast, but we appreciate all of you very much for being here with us. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do that by going to True Crime Paranormal Podcast dot com there you can join our uh newsletter you can send us a case suggestion and uh there's a place to there's a link to click to get a reading with me or with katie you can see our merch our patreon it's all there plus you can actually watch or listen to all of our shows right from that website so yeah check out the website and let us know what you want to hear about we love um suggestions so there is a place on our website to fill a little form to send us a case suggestion if there's something you really want us to cover send it our way we'll take a look yeah for sure. Uh, many of you have, and it's yes, awesome. It's given me great really material. Yeah. Yep. Well, we are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks, guys. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower, 
and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.